Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first full episode of J&J Six and Sillies from your hosts, Jacob and Jordan. Today, we will discuss top 10 news that Jordan and I will give you guys started with. You guys want bold topics, our passion, your entertainment. We got you all covered for both ends. Everyone's favorite time of the year is hockey season. To introduce you guys to our first full episode, we will feature all the major awards and the latest news throughout the first two weeks into the 2021-22 NHL season. Whether you're looking to pass time or just listen to hockey news, J&J Sticks and Sellies will be there to deliver our best in-depth analysis to keep you all posted on what's going on in the hockey world. Thanks, Jordan. To kick things off, we promise to provide our best analysis on our predictions on who will take home all this major hardware, the biggest underdogs to dark horse contenders and biggest busts. We use our own free Lansing hockey knowledge to provide you guys with bold predictions on individual awards and predict our Stanley Cup winner and playoff MVP. Enough of all this chit-chat. Let's get started for all this, shall we? Yeah, good point, Jacob. We were slacking a bit, just like the Arizona Coyotes are. After a sucky 0-10-1 start, they finally signed a random goalie from New Jersey, Scott Wedgwood, who ended up saving their asses in a season debut, just like the exact same scenario that the team had back in 2017-18. It's an effective signing, so that way, rookie goaltender Carol Volmilka can catch a break from working his ass off statistically and never won a goddamn game this year so far. Jacob, you're a goalie. Why don't you become the emergency backup goalie for the Coyotes? Just like David Aries did for the Carolina Hurricanes against Toronto, literally the Zamboni driver for Toronto Marlies played against their NHL team and won the first emergency backup goalie to get a win in the game. Hell no, I don't ever want to be a goalie for a small market team that keeps on rebuilding in the wrong direction every year since the 2011-12 season and gives up 40-45 to shots a game. I want that carry price money on a contending team even though I'm now a beer league goalie. Speaking of goalies and teams, it's about time that we introduce our hot takes for the year. Oh please, it's always Connor's world that we are living in, eh? Every single year, everyone thinks he is a top dog, heavy favorite to win the Hart and Art Ross trophies, to only get his mismanaged Oilers team swept in the first round last season's playoffs. Why can't there ever be guys like Nathan McKinnon or Pasta or Matthews or Crosby? We're going to go all in depth on that in just a few moments. Let's all give a big shout out to the hot dog man, Phil Kessel on becoming third all-time in consecutive games played with 920 games. He currently trails another active player, Keith Yandel, who sits at second all-time with 941 games, and also 44 games behind first place Doug Jarvis, who claims the all-time record with 964 games. That is a very incredible achievement, but also a very difficult one because of how you need to keep playing in a perfect edition without even getting injured or suspended or even getting a healthy scratch. It seems as though Phil Kessel has always been a guy with so much discipline for his love and dedication to playing every minute on the ice and also eating hot dogs while sitting on the bench and eating hot dogs from the Stanley Cup, which everyone loves to see him do in his entire NHL career. Alright, let's get on to the words now, shall we? Speaking of all that, as a former defenseman myself, maybe I can take home the Norris Trophy. 
Now that we got some takes, let's dive into our major award predictions. Me and Jordan will give our prediction on who will be the winner and why we think so. Afterwards, we will mention the inductees of the Hockey Hall of Fame of 2020 and reflect on their incredible legacies. All right, LFG. Which award would you like to start off with? As a beer league goalie myself, I am going to start with the Vezina Trophy, of course. I am definitely not going to pick Dickhead Bennington to win it after trying to pick a fight with Devin Dumnik last season after getting pulled, and also a controversial stick swing against uh, Nazem Kadri of the Avalanche in recent games this season. Andre Vezilevsky will become nominated the fifth consecutive season, and this time he will be my winner of the award. That's a good point. He's definitely a favorite twin. He'll have the stats to prove it, but considering his support cast, it kind of speaks for itself in a way of why they are so strong and why they are favorites. I'm going with an underdog winner of either Jacob Markstrom or Sergei Bobrovsky. Markstrom is having a great start to the year with the Calgary Flames. His backup goalie, Dan Vladder, is having a next-level start to his season with a 4-0-1 win-loss record with two shutouts and an incredible save percentage and numbers, which I will leave to my fellow co-host, Jacob, to bring up his GA and save percentage, statistically speaking, as a goalie himself. Like Markstrom, Bobrovsky is also having a great start with the Florida Panthers. Both goalies are guys that need to perform better by putting in more work to put their team on their back with spectacular outings every night who don't have that much stars compared to Tampa Bay's goalie. Incredible take on that, Jordan. For Vasilevsky here, as I am saying, with this defense playing incredible in front of him, he will easily notch at least 35 victories, a 9-20 or better save percentage, and perhaps finishing in the top five in goals against average as well to sprinkle some seasoning to his resume. And speaking of the top five um, goals against average, Dan Vladder, as um, Jordan mentioned here, this season he's recorded a 9 uh, 46 save percentage, which is extremely high, and also an extremely low uh, 1.57 goals against average, which is like really unbelievable for the way he's been uh, tandeming with uh, Jacob Markstrom this season. That's right. The guy who has the first name uh, just like I do. That's literally one of the reasons why that uh, he was one of my uh, favorite goalies until he was uh, gone away from my squad as well as Jordan's. So now that we have our Vezina Trophy picks, let's move on to Jordan's take on the Norris Trophy winner here. As a former defenseman myself, this is my favorite award, which is given to the top offensive defenseman of the year. Last year's winner was no fluke in Adam Fox of the Big Apple. But I'm going to have to go with the 2020 winner in Roman Yossi or in Ekla. The reason I want to pick one of these two is because both top five ranked defensemen in numerous categories, such as points and time on ice. But after a hard decision between the two, I'm going with Aaron Eklap to win it. I think his presence speaks for itself for the Panthers' red heart start and his leadership as well for the former 2014 number one overall pick. That's a really good point here when you mention leadership because leadership creates great momentum and great chances, which is the reason why I agree with you on picking Ed Vlad to take home the trophy for the first time in his entire career since he was drafted number one overall in the 2014 draft, which has been quite a while now for him to win something other than being named Calder Trophy winner playing in the All-Star game two times and being named the 2015 All-Rookie Team 
Let's dive into League's MVP honors, which is the Hart Trophy. I really hope that Nathan McKinnon will take home the honors this year, but unfortunately, he will need to maintain his health properly year-round, which he did not, as he will be out for the next three weeks with a lower body injury. I feel so bad for this dude, having played eight years in NHL, entering his ninth, but has never been able to deliver a Stanley Cup in performance in the Great Rockies of Denver, Colorado. That's a good point. I feel bad for him because he had all the motivation and momentum coming into the season. For the past couple years, he has been a top five favorite entering this season. But unfortunately, he always gets hurt. He's injury prone. So now is the time for him to stay healthy once he returns with the abs come December. He should really also even include himself to not eat hot dogs or drink any Coca-Cola in the bench like Char did in the 2011 playoffs versus Habs in the first round to help motivate his team to win the cup by robbing it from our team, the Canucks. Anyway, so who is your pick to win the heart now that McKinnon is injured? I have a bold pick. I am going with the 2019 winner in Leon Draisaitl. Even though he plays McDavid on the same lines and power played together, his playing style has looked phenomenal like his career year a couple seasons ago. Just to start off his historical campaign this season, he should become the early favorite to everyone. What is your take on Hart, Jacob? It's a no-brainer here. Connor McDangler Dangles is my pick to take home the honors as a top player in the NHL. Maybe this guy could possibly get 160 points on the season, which could have um, him end up in the top 15 single season points record to join with Wayne Gretzky, Mary Lemieux, Steve Eisenman, and Phil Esposito. Oilers fans can keep hoping that McDavid will be named captain of Team Canada over Crosby in the 22 Olympics coming up this February if he keeps up his pace by outplaying Crosby throughout the training camp. That's our take for the heart. Let's move on to the Calder Trophy as the top rookie, shall we? Honestly, my pick is going to be Lucas Raymond of the Detroit Red Wings. He has been doing so well with the chemistry playing with Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi. If he keeps up playing like he did in the IHF U18 World Championships in 2019 when he scored the game-winning overtime goal for the Swedes. There should be probably no competition to compete with him for the Calder. However, it will be a tight race alongside teammate Moritz Sider as both of them, two rookies, are first and second in the rookie scoring race throughout the first couple weeks into the young season. Since I am a goalie myself, I am picking Spencer Knight of the Florida Panthers to win Rookie of the Year. Even with a great Panthers team in front of them and Bobby Boyd also putting up uh, $10.5 million worthy stats, he is definitely still great to fill up for Bob when he is uh, taking a break. I would say 35 games the most out of night to become eligible to win it all. I really like your point about a goalie winning the Calder. However, in every MVP award, you need tons of playing time. With that being said, if a goalie would win the Calder, I would go with Jeremy Swayman of the Boston Bruins because unlike the Knight and Bobby tandem, he equally split starts with Linus Allmark from the former Sabre. Therefore, there's no true number one starter for the Bruins so far this season. With that being said, don't be surprised to see Swayman win the Calder instead of Knight due to playing time. Alright, time for the Ted Lindsay Award, formerly named the Lester B. Pearson Award as I sometimes still love to call it. The MVP voted by the NHLPA. That one top player that exemplifies greatness on the ice is just too obvious to tell. After claiming the award three times in six years, why can't we just name the award after Connor McJesus for Pete's sake? I like your pick, Jacob. But this is my most anticipated pick of all the awards in which I am choosing the grade 8 Alex Ovechkin. 
after the best season in his whole career. I really like the motivation and leadership that he has and all the effort he puts into it every night when he plays. It's not that common anymore that you see a physical player and a scoring machine being into one human being. The way he generates offense throughout his entire career is Hall of Fame material. However, watching him play at this age of 36 years old is incredibly outstanding. Let's move on to the Selkie Ward which is given to the top defensive center and there should be a reason to rename it after Patrice Bergeron Award. The Bruins captain has gotten nominated a record tying 10 seasons in a row and winning it four times which ties him for most all time with Bob Gainey. That's true Jordan, very good one. I can really imagine how uh, pissed off the Habs fans will be if Philip Deneau were to bring it home to his private closet so no Habs fan in LA will come mugging his house and beat the living crap out of him. I'm going to go with the obvious pick in uh, Patrice Bergeron, one of the greatest defensive centers as you say to, to ever play the game of hockey, will become nominated the 11th consecutive season and break the record for the most sulky wins in history. I strongly agree with you there Jacob. Patrice Bergeron is going to take home the hardware after one of his best defensive seasons yet in recent memory and the first as Bruins captain. If he wins it, he would solidify as a top defensive center of all time. And Harris out on this, hardcore Gretzky fans. If Bergeron's 11th consecutive nomination becomes a result at the end of the season, it will become the most consecutive nominations for any individual award. Great take there, Jacob, about the hardcore Gretzky fans. Uh, I believe Patrice Bergeron is going to win it, especially in this era when it's all offensive-driven league compared to the Bob Yaney days where he won four in a row in the 80s. Okay, for the last major individual award for the regular season, we have a jointed opinion that I will share is the Art Ross, which is given for the most points in the season. It's going to be a tough two-way race between star teammates of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Considering year after year, they are putting up almost every same amount of points for the past few years. The difference between them will be five points at the very most unless either one of them becomes injured for a week or two. We both strongly agree that both will become finalists this year and it's just too close to predict the actual winner. Now we have saved the best for last, the two that are both in the playoffs, the Conn Smythe Award and the Stanley Cup. The winner will be from the Atlantic Division for a third straight year, but not the team that probably so many of you listeners that I'm going to say, sit tight and get ready because it's not the Bolts, but their state rival, the Florida Panthers. For the Conn Smythe Award, to go along with that, I'm going with Jonathan Hubie Hubie Doo Huberto. After a strong start to the year, I have to agree with you with the Panthers. They will be flow riding all the way to the cup and spend a little time with Lloyd Stanley's washable dish throughout the summer. Aaron Eckblad will be my pick to win playoff MVP, which he would become second defenseman in three years to claim the award since Victor Hedman in 2020. We would like to give a huge congratulations to all the inductees of the 2020 class that include Kim St. Pierre, who we had the pleasure of meeting and became the first female goalie to become enshrined into the Hall of Fame. Congrats to Iginla, Marion Hossa, Ken Holland, who we won three Stanley Cups with uh, my team, the Detroit Red Wings, as a general manager, Kevin Lowe, and Dougie Wilson on such amazing careers. We are very happy and proud for all of them. Later on, we will have a special episode focusing on the IIHF and the Hockey Hall of Fame. To finish our first ever full episode, we would like to say thank you very much for your time and generosity for listening to J&J Six and Sellies. You can find us and subscribe on Spotify or type our name into Google to see the rest of our platforms. Please don't forget to follow us on our Twitter at Sticks and Sellies and Instagram at J&J Sticks and Sellies. We appreciate all of your support as we look to continue to follow our love and passion and deliver you guys content. Stay tuned for more updates and more episodes. Thank you very much.